0: So this is the Self-Development and with you. Tactics book. So this is also gonna be about work-life harmony. It's not gonna be about work-life patterns, it does, but it's about work-life harmony. But you're going to see just right right in a second, actually, and right after the intro what I'm going to talk about or what I'm just talking about. And we're also going to talk about 2020 and some money habits and some investing habits and all those things, which might be pretty interesting, you know, and also pretty important for the next decade. But yeah, I'm going to see you after the intro, as always. And I've now joined. Ch- changed um, the settings again to 1080p because I didn't really want to just upload fucking 720p and I've also seen that the quality is not that good somehow which is quite shitty but yeah for this episode it's gonna be like in the old days it's gonna be like just normally um, I'm still having some issues with the CPU but I hope that's gonna be fine so hello welcome back to the next episode of the self with text podcast if I haven't said it but I'm not quite sure about it and we're going to go straight into it. I think, first of all, we're actually going to talk about um, work-life harmony and or work-life balance. And who's talking about it? Let's just actually make it bigger, a tiny bit, a tiny bit bigger. Let's make myself also a little bigger. And who's talking about it? Uh, Microsoft CEO and Chef Bezos, the owner and or founder of... Amazon. And it is actually a fairly new article, it's from the 24th of December 2019 by Cory Steak, but as always the link is going to be down in the description and what is also going to be down in the description is all the highlighted parts that you're going to see in this video are going to be down in the description as a PDF, so you can also go through them, you can read through them and save them and do whatever with them. And there's also going to be another link in the description which leads to uh, a Google Drive page. And there you can choose a background music for this video and also for the podcast if you're listening to the podcast at this second. Because I think it can make the, um, the video a little bit more interesting if there's some music in the background. And there are like, I think like five tracks that you can choose from. There's something classical, there's something inspirational, there's something just more uh, pop-like. There's going to be something for you hopefully. So please choose, maybe try it out. It's going to be the second or the first link in the description. But yeah, let's move on with the episode. So when Microsoft Japan or Japan implemented an experimental four-day work week in the name of better work-life balance in August, the company saw a noteworthy increase in productivity by nearly 40%. 40%. And I think this is a pretty good example to just see and also point out that being busy doesn't mean being productive because being busy means just doing quite a lot of things and I I mean you can be busy quite easily you know by doing multiple things at a time just stressing yourself out over just fucking uh, some deadlines all these things all these things make you more busy but they're not gonna necessarily make you more productive productive work is something else busy work is completely something different than productive work is and as we can see just having an additional day in our or maybe even if you if I'm thinking about Japan, it might even be just two days less. If you're talking about four days now, I kind of assume that they are normally having some six-day weeks. But let's just take five days, and as we can see, the fifth day is like quite unnecessary somehow. You know, and that we're actually more productive by doing less, which is kind of the complete opposite of being busy. You know, by be, being busy means working seven fucking days a week for 18 hours of course that doesn't mean that um, you should be doing it like that as well you know of course if you are able to just get done the exact same amount of work as you would like to in less time then of course just do it in less time which actually also leads to something that we are now just after this article gonna go through and microsoft ceo Satya Nadella actually goes for a concept that is called work-life harmony. And it is not about work-life balance, it is work-life harmony. What I'm trying to do is harmonize what I deeply care about, my deep interest with my work Nadella says or Nadella said. I prefer the word harmony to the word balance because balance tends to imply a strict trade of Bezos said. So this is now about Jeff Bezos. It's kind of a mixture between Uh, CEO of of Microsoft and Bezos. Bezos said on April 2018, interview with Axel Springer, which I, by the way, also went through on the podcast. Um, Axel Springer CEO, Matthias Dopfner. I think it's actually German or something. Not quite sure. It actually is a circle and it is not a balance, he said. If I am happy at work, I am better at home. A better husband and a better father. And I'm happy at home. I came into work more energized or I come into work more energized. A better employee and a better colleague, Bezos, who has four children with ex-wife, McKinsey. Bezos told Thrive Goble in 2016. It makes sense. You know, it makes sense if you're doing something and this leads to something completely different. This leads to why are you working a job that you just hate? It's not gonna make you a better human being. It's probably gonna make you a worse human being. It's probably gonna just make your life worse overall at home, even though you might be having more money. I don't know if it is worth it. I don't know if it is worth the money to just then be a worst quote-unquote person, but it's, you know, of course it depends on you, and it depends on what you believe in, and what you are valuing, if you value just money so fucking much, then you're probably gonna do that, you know, you're probably gonna just have a job that you maybe do not really like, um, even though, which is something that Seth gotten said, we are always able to find passion in whatever we're doing, we can, you know, we do just have to search for it, and we do just have to, to maybe also see it uh, on some days, and or in some situations as well, which is, at my point of view, pretty the truth. You know, we can see passion and and happiness and good things in quite every situation. We can. But the question now is if we should and if we want to. I view Microsoft as a platform for me to be able to pursue my own passions, Nadella told AFR. And that gives me a lot of meaning and that, to me, is the ultimate form of relaxation. And it makes sense, you know, if you're just not having any meaning, if you're not having any purpose in life, of course, there's not going to be a lot of drive. You know, there's not going to be a lot of reasons why you should be doing things, why you are doing things. Having a sense of meaning in your work is a big predictor of your happiness. In a 2019 survey from CNBC and SurveyMonkey, 35% of people said that meaningfulness is the number one factor that contributes to their happiness at work. Which I think also makes sense, you know, if there is a reason why you're doing the work every single day and you know that it is actually a good reason, like um, some uh, poor people contribute off of it or you're able to just give back to the people in general, all these things, I think it just makes it nicer to work on that fucking job. However, maintaining this harmony is an art form because even passion can burn people out. Nadella told "Now Now This in May, which is like, I don't know, newspaper or something. I don't know, maybe a TV show. I think the key is to be able to do, to not overdo the connection to the thing that burns you out, but so somehow keep that flame, which is the core, the core, the core passion. You have persists. You have persist. He said, whatever. I do not understand, <laughs> not fully. Uh, at home, Nedela tries to be as. As present as possible when he spends time with his children, that is the moment that I want to be present, he said, in an interview with the Grace Hopper celebration in October 2014. And that is what gives me that harmony to carry on with what is perhaps otherwise, 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 a very tough work-life balance. Because I'm assuming that he is working quite a lot. And as far as I know, his salary isn't that high. I think it actually is not. But let's have a look, actually. Let's have a look. If it is actually what I think, I you don't, know, or if it is something else. He is actually as high as I am with 175 centimeters, which is five foot nine. CEO of Microsoft, and he's 52. Um, but there is no salary. You know, salary, the, the food. It always reminds me on that. I don't fucking know why. But yeah, never mind. I know, not that important either. But let's head into money. You know, let's talk about money, let's talk about um investing as well you know it's also going to be about investing but it's also going to just be about uh keeping track of your money and all different kinds of things so the first person is actually uh, barbara corcoran the founder of the corcoran group podcast host of business unusual and investor on the shark tank my financial resolution is the same every year to invest in myself i blew all of my first commission on a fancy fur coat from Bergdorf goodman The minute I put on the code, I knew it was the best $340 fucking dollars I've ever spent. And my note here is, as you actually also can see, just because I'm having a different setup now, hmm, I'm not quite sure about that. Not quite sure. Of course, if you really know that it is going to make you happy, then yeah. But I, on the other hand, don't know if it is going to make you just happy in the long term, or if it is just only going to be something that's good in the short term. It's probably going to be the later one, but I don't know. Like, I do not want to judge, you know, if this is something that you're willing to do, then please fucking do it. Fine. The second one is uh, Grant Cardone. And he says, put your money to work. Don't leave your money sitting in the bank to depreciate, but but put it to work with investments that have the potential to appreciate and will give you consistent cash flow. Instead, make 2020 the year that you invest in yourself, like building skills that will make you better at your job. So it's not going to necessarily going to be all about investing into stocks. And he also says that you shouldn't necessarily uh, invest into real estate. Um, But yeah, you know, it is what it is. So yeah, invest your money probably into you, into yourself, into your education, into your joy maybe as well, into whatever you feel about maybe. I guess I'm not quite sure. Give more. The secret to living your fullest life is giving. We all have the power to touch others' lives. Extend gratitude and live more abundantly. And here's how, and here's to a new decade of giving more than we spent. Here is to a new, yeah, I would say this as well. And not just being generous with the work that you're doing, just being, just doing something that other people are going to contribute off of, I think is also a pretty great way to just implement this into your life. But also just literally giving back to them, like donating something to the charities you like, um, maybe just doing some social work. I mean, like, why not? Why not? I think it is a pretty amazing thing to do. And also, I mean, a lot of people also uh, believe in just, I do not necessarily want to say karma, but maybe even the law of attraction as well, even though it is so overused as well. Like it's like everywhere, you know, it's always the law of attraction whenever something is happening. And in every single video, just gonna talk about the law of attraction. But um, a lot of people think that if you're just doing good in terms of donating, then the money just eventually is gonna come back. Sometimes as well I'm also hearing like okay if you're just donating and then there's some tax things that you can be doing which then leads you to contributing off of that and just these things but I don't know like I'm not educated in that space. The fourth one only spend a percentage of your income. Parkinson's law and this is actually what I've been referring to just um, in the beginning suggests that work expands to fill the time available for its completion. This also explains why we tend to spend what we earn and or more and it is like, if you're having four days a week, you're going to use four days a week. If you're having five days a week, you're going to use five days a week. I'm today having time till 2 p.m. I'm going to use my time till 2 p.m. Normally it takes me just a whole fucking day, just because I'm having the time, you know. And it is like, yeah, why should you then be just doing it in a different way? If you can also just minimize the time that you just have for some things. Even though it doesn't change anything in the quality, in whatever you're producing, and just why wouldn't you, you know? So as a family, our 2020 financial resolution is to live on 20% of our income, which leads to, okay, if you're living below your means, it means that you're going to have more freedom because you're actually then going to be rich because you're having more money than you actually need. In theory, you're rich. Like, of course, it's not going to be the rich that you think about, but if you think about it, if you're having more money than you need, You're rich, you know, which can be like, okay, you're having a 50 million life a year or just a $500 life a year. You're still going to be rich per definition. You know, it's not going to be a a, a good life per se, but but yeah, you know, you're rich. You're fucking rich. (laughs) The fifth one, be true to yourself and the money will follow. My resolution is to connect with business goals, connect my business goals with my personal values. When you're true to yourself, rather than trying to be liked or likable, you win people's respect. I do not want to talk about respect because I think it is also overused and connotated in such kind of stupid ways sometimes. But I would also say, so like, staying truthful to yourself and not trying to just uh, crawl into everyone's asshole. Some kind of, you know. Um, I don't know. I think it, it wouldn't make you necessarily happy in the long term if you're always just doing shit to just be liked by other people and whatever. Like... Yeah, create a financial tracking system. I think this is a good one. It's more like a plan. Put a system in place to accurately predict the next 12 months financially. And the steps now are first determine how much income you'll bring in throughout the next 12 months, and create a budget for how you plan uh, how you plan save or spend that money. Set up weekly or monthly checkpoint intervals where you review your numbers to see how you're tracking against your prediction. Finally, bake into your budget opportunities to pivot uh, should their numbers perform as or better or worse than expected, so you don't reach a year end completely off the mark. It is not rocket science, just commitment to process, procedure and accountability. And I think it is also a pretty good idea, you know, to just actually also have a look at how much money you actually need and how much money you're actually spending on whatever you're spending and all these things. I think it is a good one. Understand important financial metrics, which is something that I've skipped because yeah, it makes sense, but the eighth one is prepare for the four D's. And the four D's are death, death, divorce, and bad decisions. And it makes really sense just prepare for those because these are things that can just be there and you can prevent them, especially if it is about death and also divorce. Bad decisions are like, okay, they happen, but they're actually going to be not that bad in the end. Uh, divorce also can happen, but uh, this can actually be really fucked up. You know, it depends on where you're living, the law, whatever. Death is also fucked up, you know. But I wouldn't say that's that is really something that you can just pre- prevent yourself from going into. It it depends. Like of course, is that if there is a hurricane and you just need fucking money and you're not having it, yeah, it's fucked up and you need some money and you're gonna just get a credit and yeah. Um, and the ninth one was actually invest in real estate, but I, uh, yeah, maybe. Find ways to get higher returns for your investment by networking or looking for the right deals. Even a few percentage points add up. The difference between 10% and 15% returns might not seem like much in the short term, but over 30 years, there's the difference between doubling your money four or seven times. Investing in real estate is a great way to do this. Yeah, if you're knowledgeable in the space and if you're willing to just get the knowledge, then I would also say maybe do it. But I don't know, like it, it highly depends on what you like to be doing. If you think that it is a good business thing, if just various different. Once again, motherfucker, everything is broken. <laughs> but I don't know if it's gonna, yeah, it's fine now. But yeah, so I think it is gonna be the end of the episode. You know, I'm just willing to actually keep it a little bit shorter, I guess. You know, I'm not gonna waste your time here. Um, check out the links in the description, you know, especially the notes. And I'm gonna see you the next time. I at least hope. So I wish you the best health of happiness and also success. And I also hope that you're going to subscribe to the podcast and also to the YouTube channel, you know, and rate it. But I also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered. which basically means your legacy, which basically means just being a nice person and also going to be remembered as a nice person. But yeah, three other questions that I'm having for you are why are you here? What are you trying to change? And what is bothering you the most? These three are going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea. And I'm going to hopefully see you the next time.